Nigerian anger doesn't let up today, Friday, May 9th. This is The World. I'm Marco Werman. It's been almost a month since more than 200 Nigerian schoolgirls were abducted by Islamist militants. And Nigerians both inside and outside the country are fed up with what they see as President Goodluck Jonathan's inaction. He is the commander-in-chief of the armed forces, so he needs to step up to the game and lead. That's all of my message, lead. Also, a photographer finds her photos of young African girls misappropriated in a campaign to bring home those Nigerian schoolgirls. How would you feel if your daughter's face was there representing abducted, possibly sexually trafficked girls? Plus, Italy's former Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi goes to work with Alzheimer's patients. Yes, that's his punishment for committing tax fraud. Support for PRI's The World comes from TiVo, recording up to six shows at once and 3,000 hours, plus Netflix, Hulu Plus, and YouTube, all on the TiVo Romeo DVR, TiVo.com. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Protesters outside Nigeria's embassy in London today demanding the return of more than 200 schoolgirls kidnapped almost four weeks ago in northern Nigeria. President Goodluck Jonathan is under growing international pressure to find the girls. Today, Amnesty International blasted his government for its slow response. Amnesty also alleged that the Boko Haram militants had given security forces advanced warning of the attack. Earlier, I asked Nigeria's Minister of Information, Labaran Maku, for his reaction. Without this report, but we'll investigate it. Because I know that if the military authorities were aware that there was going to be a strike 40 minutes away, I am sure that every conceivable effort would have been made to intervene. We'll get to the root of the information that we're hearing from Amnesty International. President uh, Goodluck Jonathan uh, said today that he believes the girls are still in Nigeria. Can you tell us where that certainty comes from? What information does he have? We've been in contact with our neighbors uh, within Cameroon, with Chad, with Niger, areas that they could easily be taken across the border. We've not seen yet any evidence that they have been taken across the boundary to another country. Secondly, since this incident took place, the security forces have been in the surveillance. We've flown so many sorties in the area to monitor and see if there was any movement you know, across the boundary with either Cameroon, Chad, or Niger Republic. We have not seen the evidence. So we believe that the more likelihood that they may have been subdivided into small, small groups and taken to you know, maybe places either within the Borono State or within the Northeast or maybe even outside the Northeast. So does the government have a team in Borno State canvassing locals and getting information on the ground? Oh, yes. Um, even the local authorities, they are also are talking to the police, they are talking to the press. We've had dialogue between the security forces also directly with the people, communicating with them, seeking their support, seeking their information to cooperate with security forces and the national level also. But since the 2010, this, uh, this part of Nigeria has been an area that Boko Haram has been attacking. Why were there not more military assets in place to deal with this from the very first day that the abductions occurred? When insurgency began in the area, there was a lot of intervention by the police. Our pressure to send in a full-scale military operation was uh, not immediately accepted, especially by the regional governments in the area and the local people who felt that this was not a problem that we should send in the military. But when eventually the matter went to where it went, we declared a state of emergency and uh, got a full-scale military operation. And, in and yet on Tuesday there were another the eight girls kidnapped. 
that's the report we received and we're also moving on you see this is a vast area you know with a lot of uh, local schools and you know under this situation uh, sometimes the actions are in in the least expected area and sometimes very rural areas i understand yes. the frustration the nigerian yes. government is facing there, there are a lot of people also who are frustrated and i'd like to play you the voice of a woman who is uh, among a large group of demonstrators outside the nigerian embassy in london today and this is what she had to say to president goodluck jonathan of nigeria my message for the president of Nigeria is step up to the game, step up to leadership. He is the commander-in-chief of the armed forces, so he needs to step up to the game and lead. That's all of my message, Jonathan, lead. So, Mr. Minister, one woman clearly frustrated, and she's not the only one. Why has it taken so long for the Nigerian government to respond to this crisis in a way that makes people in Nigeria and around the world think that the government's really doing something? First of all, I want you to understand that... I can feel the frustration of some of our citizens and I really we empathize.